Hey traders, welcome to another Performante podcast. This is going to be episode 13. This is going to be a really good one. We're going to be talking about the four steps to become basically a trader and a sufficient trader, an independent trader and a trader who's able to be consistent and be able to master their own psychology. So uh, we have a lot of information that we're going to be uh, going through today. So I'll pass it over to Nathan and then we'll get this podcast started. Hey everyone, we want this to be a high impact, high value session where basically we break down uh, the steps to becoming an effective trader. We just want this to kind of be the guidelines that you could follow and could frame your forward direction going around. We hope this helps anyone that's listening and uh, I think we can just get right into it here. So the first of the four steps that we want to highlight is just getting capital or the means to trade. Obviously, to be a trader, you need to have capital to manage. And if that means you have to work at a low-end job that you don't really like, but it gives you money to keep a roof over your head and money to save, then it's a job. Ultimately, you want to be making as much money as possible. So if you adopt like an Uber side hustle, something like that, what you're looking here is what you're looking for is cash flow you need it takes money to make money and that's just kind of the reality of the situation definitely and you know we do always promote paper trading but you could paper trade your way to paper trading success but that is not financial success in any means and obviously everyone knows that it's not actually real money that you're trading so at the end of the day, you do need to work on your paper trading and your back testing, but you need to be able to have that side hustle and be able to work, you know, it's a normal, regular job, trading your hours for paychecks in order to save up and then actually have a portfolio or an account that's actually meaningful to trade. So that's definitely step number one. Uh, just what coincides that is uh, having that means to practice in a risk-free manner because ultimately when you do first start trading you're not going to want to be tossing around twenty five fifty thousand dollars right you're a beginner and recognizing that and accounting for that is the most logical thing to do and so paper trading is something that we recommend literally just writing entries and exits as you see them on a piece of paper and monitoring or it can be much more complex and express in excel spreadsheets keeping track of everything and there's a lot of new innovative products that have come out based around this. One that we re- we really like is the trading game. It's available on the App Store. And it's got a full free demo account that you can use to paper trade. Uh, it also has onboard lessons and quizzes to help you build that foundational knowledge. And it can also hook you up with some of the best brokers available. So. Ultimately, if you are looking for that kind of introductory exposure, then I think this app would be a great fit. Yeah, definitely. I've uh, checked out the app, and uh, if you haven't already looked at the video on YouTube, definitely check that out. Uh, We go over the quick discussions of the quizzes as well as a little bit of the learning process where you get a series of either true or false, A, B, C, and it's very interactive. It's very easy to use. It's very... Uh, overall, a great experience uh, from a UI standpoint. Um, 
if you're a beginner, if you're starting out learning how to trade in the FX markets, stocks, cryptocurrencies, this in my opinion is a great opportunity to learn in a situation where there's no risk on the table and you're able to kind of have that uh, environment that's easy to learn. For example, if you go and take a course or whatever within the app, it'll actually pay you a little bit of money that goes into your portfolio or your account, which then grows it a little bit. So then instead of only looking to grow it through appreciation, through buying low and selling high or vice versa, if you're short, you can actually slowly grow your account through education, which I think is a really good way of looking at trading because if you're starting out at the beginning, it can be discouraging if you're putting time, energy, effort into your backtesting, your trading, and you're not able to get the results that you're looking for. It's pretty discouraging. So if you're able to grow the account, even if it's in a simulator, through just educating yourself, I think that's a really good way to keep motivated as a trader. So um, I think it's a great way to incorporate education into trading. So kudos for them. Um, so yeah, uh, also one other thing, we do also have uh, a bunch of stuff that we cater to beginner traders who know absolutely nothing about the market in terms of an in-depth course and in terms of the actual exchanges that we're using you know we use binance we use bitmex we use bybit we use many different exchanges we use canadian exchanges and if you are curious um if you're looking for an exchange that we haven't covered then we'll be more than happy to try to help you out and uh figure out a situation for you so um, if you are looking for that kind of one-on-one -on -one contact, we do offer those services as well. So I think, the f oh, sorry, gone. Oh, I was just going to say that kind of brings us to our next point is, do you actually have the free time and the means to learn? Um, because trading require, at least when you're first starting out, takes a lot of effort in learning. And that is naturally frustrating it's very easy to get caught up in the process because it probably feels like there's something always just beyond your grasp that you want to learn about like you get deep into crypto and then you want to learn about options and then you want to learn about leveraged etfs like there's so many places to get distracted and get the runaround um, that really doubling down in kind of one niche is the way to go and what coincides with that is having like the right system to learn from or the right flow of information. We found when we first started trading that that was one of the biggest roadblocks is the information that you're trying to access feels gated. And a lot of the people on the internet don't necessarily have your best interest at heart and trying to find those objective sources of information was very challenging. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's one of the been the big motivators behind our education platform, Performante Premium, just because it's everything that we know about trading in the most concise format possible to build that framework as soon as possible. We have the we have learning model that structures all of our content, which is like 300 pages of PDF textbooks. We have 25 videos spanning like almost 30 hours. It's kind of like the framework that you would need to learn trading. And it's structured in such a way that it's easy. We bring the information to you on a silver platter. You have to put in the effort, but if you put in the work, you will see the result. Yeah, that's, that's definitely difficult if you're just 
randomly browsing the web trying to learn how to trade if you're randomly looking up certain words certain phrases um, randomly looking at charts on like a three minute time frame thinking that you know four candles is gonna be the gateway to profitability and that's all you need to really worry about um, it, it's easy to think that in some sense but um, at a certain point, I think you got to take a step back if you don't know what you're doing and say, I don't know what you're, what, I don't know what I'm doing. And then um, actually find a person who's able to break it down in an easy to digest format that allows you to take it step by step, no matter how small the steps, as long as there's a structured learning curve, you're able to take it to a, a place where you can break down whatever chart you're looking at. And you can explain to someone why you're looking at it and the multiple reasons why you think it's either going to go up or down and looking from a top-down approach, um, really, really understanding you know, where you're at in terms of what you're looking to get out of the trade. So anyways, that's definitely number two, uh, understanding TA, technical analysis, learning fun about fundamentals, learning about how exchanges work, understanding how brokers work in terms of like, you know, how to set orders, how to set stop losses, how to set take profits, how to split your take profits, how to cancel orders, how to change an order. All this stuff takes time to learn. And the only way you can actually learn it is just through repetition, just slowly trade, you know, for example, $100 at the first month or whatever the case may be, and then slowly work your way up to a point where you feel very comfortable working with that exchange. And you can basically navigate your way, whatever you want to do without any issues. And that's the point where you want to be. So then when you do start to trade in the thousands and the tens of thousands, you're able to quickly, swiftly act without really having any fear or worry or hesitation because you've worked with the program so much just you know in the past however many years or months that you've traded so definitely important on that one so i think now uh, we're going to switch to the third one we're trying to get through this a little bit quicker um, so it's not like an hour-long podcast or anything so the third foundation for starting out as a trader is actually applying it we talked about what we need to know as a trader in terms of the basics, but then it's actually going out and taking the skills that you've acquired and taking the knowledge that you've gained from the services either that we've provided or, or whoever else, and then actually applying it and understanding who you yourself are as a trader. Because, you know, a lot, it's, it's pretty cliche, but a lot of people say every single trader is different. Every single set of eyes see different things on a shirt and it's a hundred percent true uh, every single person manages their manages their trade to some degree differently you can set very strict rigid structures for how you set take profit and stop losses and all this stuff but in terms of in terms of how you see the chart i would say each person sees it differently so you have to go through the trials and tribulations yourself in order to understand what setups you like if you like using different indicators if you like just using simple support and resistance if you're only looking at swing trades that are going to last like two three days looking at the six hour chart eight hour chart four hour chart or if you're a very short term trader looking at the three minute five minute 15 minute it all depends on your characteristics of each individual trader so i think 
that section is difficult because you have to go through some pain, some difficulty, and um, it's not easy, but you learn who you are as a trader, which is extremely important. Yeah, I'd agree. It's all about that kind of like self-reflective metacognition cycle where um, you reflect upon your results through your trade log, through your feedback systems in order to throw yourself down that path of self-improvement. And so just to take a quick reiteration of where we've been and where we're going is uh, four steps of being a trader. First is get your capital and means to trade. The second is developing that foundational knowledge, the information that you need to succeed. And the third step is applying it, taking trades with conviction, quality setups that fit within your system. And that's kind of where you develop your trading personality. Almost. But the fourth and final frontier is uh, trading psychology. I think this is something that a lot of different traders don't necessarily talk about or focus on but we recognize it as the fourth and final hurdle to becoming an independent and efficient trader. It's all about the, the central idea that I think many people struggle with is if you do not work and succeed, you don't get paid. And that's kind of like the tortuous mindset of it all is that you have to commit to that if you want to become quote unquote a pro trader which again calls into question, like, what does trading mean to you? But ultimately, we're talking about psychology and having that conviction to follow through with a concrete plan. Yeah, definitely. Um, to add on to the concrete plan, in trading, if you're strictly based off of technicals, you are basically saying in a sample size of 100 trades, 100 trades or whatever the case may be, you are going to get a probabilities of a certain win-loss ratio and a risk-reward due to your backtesting and the previous trades that you've taken and averaging them out. It doesn't always occur to be the same, but you know, through months and months and months, they somewhat are generally um, in the ballpark of, you'll get some outliers, but um, you'll see that you'll somewhat have an average. Um, at that point, I kind of forgot what I was talking about, to be completely honest. Um, give me one moment here. It happens we're on that late night grind, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think what, one part of... Wait, did you remember or should I just go yeah, on? You, you go ahead. Alrighty, no problem. Uh, one thing that I think is underrated with psychology is handling the emotions of fear and greed. Um, I think that these are something that you recognize as FOMO or you recognize as, damn, I should have sold sooner in that self-reflective process. And it's all born from uncertainty. As yeah. traders, there's no guarantee that what you're going to be doing is going to be accurate and representative of what the market actually chooses to do. It's handling that uncertainty to manage your fear and your greed. And another part that comes with it is there's going to be drawdowns. And how you respond to those drawdowns and how you reflect through those drawdowns is going to determine your success as a trader. You have to be able to objectively look at your behavior and your performance and determine what is and what isn't working. Because 
part of psychology is being able to handle stuff like the 24-hour market that comes with crypto. Because in in a golden world, it's 24 hours of market opportunities. But it can also be 24-hour market while you're in a drawdown and maybe not performing. Like, there's a double-edged sword in that regard. Yeah, definitely well said. I can definitely agree with that one. Is The 24-hour markets are very useful in that there is always an opportunity and a setup, but you have to understand relative volume. But it's kind of weird in a crypto market because even on the weekend, you'll sometimes see Bitcoin just take like a, a 6 or 5% massive dump or a huge move to the upside, like 10%. And it, it, it's a weekend, you wouldn't really expect it to really move, but maybe one individual whale just purchased a lot of Bitcoin. You don't really know. So there's going to be outliers and the market is always changing. So you always have to be backtesting and adapting the setups that you currently are working with in order for you to be ensured that they're going to be working in the future. So it's not like you learn how to trade and then oh, well, that's great, now you're a trader, and then you can just sit on a beach and just trade. You're constantly working and innovating your own skills in order to better suit the market, so then you better you, you have those stats that are slowly, increasingly getting better. Um, and, and I think as a trader, understanding your stats is very important, understanding how much you win versus lose, how much you win when you win versus how much you lose when you lose. All those stats are very important. And I think um, going back to kind of the first foundation is having the necessary tools, right? Paper trading, understanding your stats and, and understanding the uh, outcome of the series of trades you're going to take and a probability standpoint is, I think, very important. So um, I think it all loops together. You have to work on each one at a time because once you pass one stage, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're completely done with that stage because you're always going to be learning different things. And, and for example, the TA part of it, you could go down a rabbit hole for years looking about looking at all the different indicators and tools that you can use in order to try to read a chart. You could literally spend years understanding every little indicator that there is within the market. Um, you know, we like to go with simple price action patterns, but uh, just even that itself could lead you down astray to what potentially is uh, a very simple way to look at the market. So, um, yeah, we, we teach a system that is simple, easy to understand, but very effective in that we look for contraction, contractions and volatility and then an entry at the first sign of an impulse push. So we're looking for that break in, in that market structure shift. So, um, in short, let's go back to the four steps. We have the first one, getting capital to trade, getting the means to trade. Foundational knowledge is second. Third one is applying it. And the last one is psychology. And a lot of people, like uh, Nathan said, do overlook psychology. It's definitely something that uh, is a hard hurdle because you are battling yourself. Um, if you're working 10 hours a day and you're unable to make money from trading, that's a very difficult hill to climb. 
Um, and, and for example, even if you are uh, making a significant amount of money, how are you using that, right? Are you able to make a lot of money and, and handle that? Um, are, are people talking negatively about you or, or is there a stigma or, or is there something not financially related that could be affecting your psychology? All this uh, exterior environmental uh, you know, situations you get thrown in, you, you don't really have option of just walking out of them. So um, understanding what inputs are getting, you know, get getting put into your mind and your brain and your psychology is very important as well. So because if you have, for example, a significant other or someone that you love who is talking very negatively, it, it's hard to continue on as a trader. Um, and, and if they're, you know, saying this is never going to work, why are you just wasting money? This is a, a stupid potential. This is a game or whatever the case may be. Um, it's not going to allow you to focus on what you need to to get to success. Um, and at the end of the day, you need to have that ability to shut out the world and, and focus on you. And I think that's a lot to do with just understanding yourself and being okay with the many failures that uh, all humans have. So yeah, psychology is a dif difficult one, but uh, in short, love yourself and it's a marathon, not a sprint. I would say is a good way to end it off. Agree with that. It's about the long con game here, guys. It's about putting in the hours, consistency, and understanding that failure is the way forward when you are dealing with entrepreneurship and trying to develop your presence, so to speak. The only way you're going to learn is by failing, and the only way you're going to effectively make money in quotation marks is pushing your boundaries, learning new skills and doing what needs to get done. And I feel like that's a good note to end this episode on. This has been the four steps to becoming a trader. Uh, thanks for popping by. I uh, appreciate it. We wouldn't be anything without our community. Join our discord if you haven't. And uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll pass it over to Keith to wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, like Nathan already said, don't really have much else. You've really well wrapped up uh, the podcast. Until next time, have a good one and uh, have a good rest of the week. Peace. Or have a good start to the next week. Sorry, this is the weekend. <laughs>